1: That's BlueNile.com.
2: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the uh, H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, Martin Kellner joined us, as always, with Week of Sport on TV. Todd Macklin had some interesting tales from the world of American sport that he uh, bought us. Uh, Mike Ward gave us the non-sporting telly, Brighton and Hove Albion supporting Daily Star TV reviewer. And uh, we had a chat, didn't we? We did, yes. So I think that'll do
0: you. Here it all is. Seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. I always find, you know, we do the papers every day for this show. To we see do. If we can find some stories and some
3: funny bits. We like it's a crackpot story if we can find one. We do. One. So but this day is impossible It's for impossible.
0: Us. <laughs> I've got four that I've written down that it could be, and I don't know whether they are. The first one is, fish can do maths, scientists have found. Uh, yeah. I discovered that was actually true, because it was in other papers. So okay. I realised that wasn't going to be. Uh, Mike, I've D- heard this one before, fish being good at maths. Yeah, they're good at maths. Yeah, yeah apparently, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but they can if you set them tasks. They're quite good. They're not so good at algebra, I believe. I was going to say, I can hold (laughs) a compass. (laughs) Uh, Mike Dean to get a a round of applause in the 22nd minute of his uh, last game. No, that's not true. Nor is he going to get a special statue out of a gold card. He's not going to get that either. That's definitely not Right. Piers Morgan's sculpture on the plinth. Come on, that is a that's an April Fool. Come on, isn't it? is that an April Fool? <laughs> yeah. And energy bills to rise by seven hundred pounds. That's obviously an oh, April Oh yeah, of 4th, course it is. Don't be ridiculous. Be, <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, Andy, as if that would happen. Here's another one for you: Bruno Fernandez to get a four-year contract. Yes, I know. <laughs> Well, Honestly, so, I mean...
3: There is, a, There is. I, I don't know, there are shades of or slash oh, uh, Abameyang, isn't absolutely. there? There's always that slight worry. It's the that
0: worst season he's ever had for them. He's Why just, don't you
3: give him another four years? Just give him the contract and uh, give him a gold, solid gold cigar cutting to go strange. with it at the same time. Who knows?
0: He, he may be yeah.
3: completely different, but there's always, also, a, always um, a concern,
0: isn't it? Also there? looking like a uh, April Fool's gag was the Notts County Cricket Club team photo. Yes. In the snow. They're not going to be able to use that. I know that was was really good wasn't it (laughs) the players faces of Stuart Broad's face was a picture wasn't it brilliant yeah Um, also not in April 4 I wrote to the uh, sports minister Nigel, Nigel Huddleston. Did you really? Yeah. You? I t- look, you behaved yourself, didn't you? Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't rude. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> there was
3: surpri- no point. Which is a surprise. But why, why did you write to him? Because I thought... you got that bollards I, outside I was,
0: your house. I, unfortunately, I was so angry that I didn't Not check, like you. I forgot to check the uh, <laughs> the email for typos. So it's got a lot of typos in
3: <laughs> He's
0: going to think. He probably, say, he probably says to his special advisor, if I get emails
3: and they're just full of rantings of people who can't spell, just bin them. <laughs> yeah. People who can spell our <laughs> answer. So, so okay, can we? Can you bring it? Can bring you bring you, us the type uh, yes. with it? We need it. So, of course, uh, this is because uh, Nigel Addison said the other. Yeah. And he's got this thing. I mean, he's basically not sleeping. He, he sees. He does see Chelsea in <laughs> no, the blue I, square. He sees them playing in <laughs> uh, basically a don't, park over the road from. Brompton Road by, all of
0: it is not important compared to what's going on in Ukraine? Either. So I don't want people pointing that out to me. I no. know that.
3: Yeah. But, but in, your, in
0: in Andy world, in Andy this, world is yeah, in Andy, this is big news. This is I, a huge. A lot of my brain space is taken up with worrying about Chelsea I mean, I for find various that, reasons. I find that surprising, but we no, yeah, true. really mentioned it uh, much before. Dear Mr Huddleston,
3: yeah. I have to say I'm greatly elamed. By the way, you oh, did yeah. send this to... Nigel, not Tom Huddleston. No, or because Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> that will be a, by, by the you put, P.S. Love the night manager. Yeah. yeah. And enjoyed your time at Derby.
0: So, yeah, go on, carry on. Sorry, Andy. Uh, dear Mr Huddleston, yeah. I have to say I'm greatly elamed by your comments. Greatly elamed? <laughs> That's a good start, isn't it? Greatly elamed. Oh, for goodness yes. sake. Um, none of what you're doing hurts, Abramovich. The refusal to sell home tickets is pathetic, spiteful, and makes no sense from a charity point of view. Yes, it's true, isn't it? Okay. I fear government incompetence, of which there's been no shortage lately. There you go, political. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, what about that? <laughs> we'll end up killing this club. A mm. 117-year-old institution which employs about 1,000 people and generates massive amounts of revenue for the exchequer. At least 150 million per annum, but you, your idea is somehow the sanctioning, sanctions hurt Putin is nonsense. Okay. Sanctioning Chelsea, is the way you've done, is low-hanging fruit, typically attractive to hopeless politicians. Bound to get him on oh, side fine. with that, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, OK, well, I'm sure he's completely yeah. changed his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if this club goes out of business, it'll be the government and your fault i hope you can live with that <laughs> was that the only misspelt that uh, cl- uh, uh, climbed uh, no i i i don't expect a reply <laughs> b-e-c-a-u-a-e b-e-c-a-u-a-e basically what can you say it'd be nice to see how you justify this bearing in mind it's lack of effectiveness there you go okay well fair enough yes yeah, so i did get a sort of standard reply what do they say? <laughs> you just say, we'll get back to you within 20 days. Don't worry, mate, the club will be dead by then. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. It's great. Like great that, uh, Is Nigel Anderson dressed as giving,
1: flipping
0: Absolutely you the, convinced. Flipping you the bird. Oh yeah, I reckon he's a QPR fan, that's my view. He's a friend I of did. Birch. Mark Bircham's his uh, spad. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Birch goes
3: through all the emails. <laughs> yeah, there, he's, just, he's just brought, he's coming yeah, there and he's I doing like it for it. nothing. He's doing it for free. <laughs> so, um, mm. we were alerted earlier on by our uh, producer apparently or yeah. was it you Andy that, no, that the brought producer. us this yeah, yeah. okay uh through uh, of somebody I mean I don't know how he, he tracked this guy down yeah um where's it gone um what's his name The fellow, Derek Tip Derek Tip yeah Derek Tip how did you find Derek Tip sorry it was in the times it was it was in Derek the times, Tip was yeah. in the times um <laughs> Derek Tip is yeah. a, a local councillor yeah um TIPP yeah, um, I think have we got where have we got the details. It's not on a bitter, is it, John? You haven't yeah. stitched me up. No, here we go. It's good. Okay, wheelie bins. <laughs> a good few uh, wheelie bins are a load of rubbish, says New Foresters. Yeah, plans to introduce wheelie bins in the New Forest are being met with uproar by residents, and that's what they turn to. Council chairman Derek Tip T I. Yeah. Uh, TIPP. Now Derek's 74 yeah. he's a seasoned uh, local politician. Very much. He so. may not want to do any TV work. I think he would. But if he does if he thinks 74 is the perfect time I mean you look at TV now hmm. and I think it, it screams out for 74 year old councillors doesn't it? I'd to step so. up and just be a bit more front and <laughs> centre. That's what we center. need
0: more of. That's right. So um, you're looking for some um, yeah, TV I've formats. Yeah I've got some myself. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, tips accepted. That's the history of service charge. Oh yeah. Derek. Uh, I've got council tip as he sort of relates to our showy councils in couples. I think okay, quite that's cool. quite nice, yeah. Uh, tip the balance. Uh, Derek looks at the history of spirit levels. Or, or I
3: think it might be nice to tip the balance his uh, thing he's with Gary Balance. <laughs> yeah, that might be, be nice where he put stuff better, on one yeah. side of the scales. What's um,
0: the same weight as Gary finally, Balance? tip of the iceberg. So have to survive a sort of Arctic condition That show. would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, Kerry Katona there, on. it's day four
3: and she's had to saw off one of her fingers when it goes black. Of course not. Of course not, Kerry.
0: Well, of course not because it's that's not going to happen. <clears throat> it might damage yeah, show. Might tip damage of the iceberg. The,
3: the OnlyFans subscribers, of course, <laughs> to a going down the... Yeah, it's day five, and carrie has gone down the shed <laughs> to done. do us a run of that,
2: find. That's not good. Pass me the saw. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: Interesting story. We're going to be speaking to Adrian later on about the draw. Uh, the uh, Mirror, Daily Mirror, uh, Andy Lyons was in uh, Qatar mm. and uh, he reports that England stars will get the right hump when they see there's a camel riding business right outside their hotel. It the might be a bit of, yeah. a bit of relaxation. Uh, Harry Kane and teammates will be able to spot the camels from their rooms. Well, I'm sure they'll be fine about it. Four of the creatures, because you can't say camel twice, yeah. used to give rides to kids are in a fenced enclosure on the beach. Oh, okay. like so it's a bit fun. like donkey rides but with yeah. a bit of a Middle Eastern flavour. Yes, and he very much so. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about the hotel, the Souk Al Wakra. Oh yeah. by Tivoli to mention that, yep. both it and the surrounding area are dry. Alcohol is banned, even at the hotel, which okay, is surprising. well, I didn't think the players would be getting on it. No, but you, you, I, would gathered that most hotels were, uh, were fine. And he goes on to report at the restaurant, there are alcohol free mocktails, including sparkling sunshine and moonlight beach. I've, I've got five on that, and <laughs> <in> the two <2:30. laughs> And the most popular is the all roads lead to Al Wakra, which is milk, espresso, white chocolate Put, pardon? pardon White chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> nearly. Dickie Davis, Teddy uh, ger- <laughs> cherry syrup. <laughs> marvelous. I think I'll stop reading. This. Yeah, stop reading. What it. a marvelous report.
3: Now, um, have you ever ridden a camel? I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. So have I. I'm I thought you were going to say no. No, I have. in In India,
0: fairly enough. <laughs> okay. They do have deserts a home camel riding. <laughs> they do have deserts in India. Okay. And uh, I wasn't sure. I've I rode an honest. elephant and a camel in India. Did you really? What's best? <laughs> I'd say elephant. Is that today's Twitter poll? <laughs> Is. Jamie O'Hara says yeah. it's elephants. It does, yeah,
3: that's right. Okay. What are you going
0: with? Uh I'd say elephants because Why? you because you've got a better view. You're you're higher up. Are you? Oh yeah. What an elephant! What is versus it, it a depends camel. If you sat on the camel's shoulders, oh no, the camel! An elephant's much taller than a camel. Okay, yeah, not, all not of likely them are. to play basketball, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd say most most elephants are taller than most camels. Right, okay. <laughs> Let's have a debate. Yeah, He yeah. did debate. Well,
3: that's that's <laughs> half how I deal it with anyway. Oh three seven one seven if it's a baby uh, <laughs> elephant, doesn't it, really? Yeah, well, that's true, really. Mm. So, I, I, it wasn't for me. i got to be honest, a bit high up. No. Didn't you? I mean, I, I shouldn't have been surprised at that. But, well, uh, you know, it was yeah, I Egypt. was quite
0: uncomfortable with Camel, I felt.
3: Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes. Derek Tip, Councillor Derek Tip, <laughs> uh, he's in the papers today, yes. apparently. And uh, we don't know if he wants any TV work, but yeah. uh, you've come up with some. Yeah. Tip of the Iceberg was on Andy had. Yeah. That was quite good, the celebrity TV show where they. Cast adrift on an iceberg. Somebody's <laughs> definitely written that down at ITV too. Yes, they have. Um, what have we got? Um, this is uh, Tip X. Uh, Mr. Tip breaks up, <laughs> breaks up with annoying spouses. So you don't have to. Says uh, Alan St. They're minimum. It's a good name. Alan St. Minimum. Uh, Felt Tip. A show where blindfolded people feel ten people and guess which one is councillor Tip. That's from Barry. or <laughs> lovely TV format.
0: Has anyone done Q
3: Tip? Um, yes they have Uh, Gaz in Leeds he's gone with uh, Stephen Hendry and Mr Tip Uh, look at the history of snooker (laughs) and how it evolved okay fair enough and uh, fingertip Um, okay Uh, looking at oh sorry thank goodness looking at the uh, history of hand surgery that's uh, from Martin I'm for the Discovery (laughs) Channel what what a great programme yeah I'll be be watching Um, thanks very much for all of those you can keep them coming talksport.com forward slash H&J text to 81089 or tweet to TSH&J Got a false panel
0: coming up later. Stephen Hunt will join us for that. And Ian It's good. Anything else? Yeah, there was a. This must have been embarrassing or could have been potentially embarrassing. Mm-hmm. There was a private royal uh, preview of the new Top Gun sequel oh, yeah. with Tom Cruise, uh, William and Kate. Oh, yeah. and I think who else was there? Uh, Sophie Wessex and Princesses Eugenie and Beatrice. So they're all there with him. Imagine if they hated it. When one of them got up to leave. Oh or, yeah, well, or you wouldn't would you? I mean, Kate fell asleep. These people are trained in etiquette; they don't do stuff so, yeah. like that. They've probably do loads though. of
3: things after go at loads of things they hate, but you'd never know, would you? Well, that's true. I'm
0: not saying they would it. Then they might have loved it. You know, yeah. who knows? But. Uh
3: Thing, been... well, they do that old Paul Whitehouse Halfway through the film <laughs> Eugenie stands up and says Anyone fancy a pint? <laughs> Good, Goodie, why not? That's a nice idea Yeah, yeah. Good Okay, uh, Adrian Durham's going to join us A little bit later on uh, live from Qatar He'll be part of our team Bringing you the draw The World Cup draw A little bit later on We'll talk about Everybody's been doing their Worst case scenario groups yeah. Best I mean I've looked at some of the, wor- the Best case scenario groups and I'm thinking I wouldn't want to play Any of those teams
0: Yeah, but none of them Are going to want to play England no, I suppose that's another
3: way of looking at it.
0: The
2: Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast.
3: Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on Talk Sport. You see that uh, bit of Rory McElroy footage. Uh mm-hmm. he, he hit the ball under a car. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Not quite sure what to do. <laughs> right. Typical play and they, saw winter they went winter rules. And they went in search of the keys, but <laughs> oh, nobody yeah. could find the keys of the car to move it. Oh, right. So he got he got a free drop. Got a free in the drop. End. Oh, well, that's yeah. fair
0: enough. It's good that though, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Exciting, isn't it, if uh, Woods makes an appearance at the Masters? I mean, you can't expect too much. No, but,
3: that we, yeah, we had a chat about that with Rupert last mm. week. I mean, he's, at the moment, it seems it's possible, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's toying with us and he's just going kind to of play in the par three or something the day before, but it's a hell of a story if he does.
0: Yeah. I, I do like the, uh, I love these texts to the newspapers. <laughs> this one was great. Does anybody else, uh, this bloke writes to the Daily Star, does anybody else think Princess Charlotte looks like the Queen Mum? no okay well i'm, I'm not i've not looked that closely really but, no one uh, okay well we'll go and check that out <laughs> marvelous and uh there's been so much stuff about chris rock and will smith yeah. online and it's mm. a lot of it's incredibly tedious but uh, this one's amazing the way chris rock had dealt with will smith's outburst at the oscars was admirable and showed professionalism mm. i'm not condoning his comments and will was defending his wife but it should have been settled privately after the show does that add to anything what? five days later what's the point well, fire a jewel or something <laughs> Is, uh, what are they looking for i've got no idea no idea
2: really the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast
3: good afternoon paul hawksby and jacobs here on talk sport now It's time for a week of sport on TV through the eyes of uh, extra-time host massive in Kuala Lumpur. (laughs) Uh, It is uh, squad number nine, Martin Kellner. Martin, very good afternoon.
1: Well, very good afternoon to you, and thanks for the build-up. Yeah. Gratefully received. Well, <laughs> good. the
3: good thing is, Martin, you often tell us about shows we haven't seen. We've seen, we've, we've, I've not seen all four of Winning uh, Time, The Rise mm. of the Lakers Dynasty. I, I've seen two, Andy has seen one of them, um, yeah. and we're very much enjoying them. What have you made of it so far? A
1: very enjoyable, very meta, postmodern, oh, yes. isn't yes. it? I mean, if you know the work of Adam McKay, the, uh, the director of it, mm. uh, obviously did The Big Short, which I have to say, The Big Short was a hugely entertaining movie movie to watch but at the end of it I had no more idea about what short selling and hedge (laughs) funds and absolutely no idea and I think it's going to be the same with this it's more for entertainment isn't it Uh, Jerry Buss the guy who bought the Lakers and in so doing sort of virtually revived basketball you you know basketball was Rather a minority sport, you know, in America compared to go. You compare to American football and baseball, Um, but um, he built it up. I like his quote that he starts with uh, basketball is like great sex it's always moving yes which <laughs> yeah. i thought of various one line that i could put in you know in a swiss tony fashion but probably yeah. none of them suitable for family this time viewing. of day no was, this time of saying day. Well, it's,
0: it's interesting because there are there's some good documentaries on this story but it's mm. quite interesting mm. to see it dramatized i mean the the documentaries will tell you about magic and larry burden the yeah, rivalry yeah. between the celtics and the lakers which you know, sort of split a little bit on racial grounds, and there were, there were certainly in elements of that. Mm. But this is quite interesting. This is a completely different mm. version of it, I think.
1: Yeah, i say it's great. And it's, the characters in it are all great. Frank Mariani, who was the business partner. And then you've got Donald Sterling, mm. um, who owned the Clippers, yeah. uh, the, the other team. And uh, I like the way it's captioned when because it's all they break the fourth wall all yeah. the time by talking to the camera, and then you get <clears> captions <throat> as well. Uh, and it said Donald Sterling, the second worst Donald of the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those great party scenes and mm. and so. So I mean, as you say, there are there are other documentaries. There's one there's one currently running, I think, on one of the streaming services uh, about the rivalry between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Um and um yeah, well worth watching. But if you if you're not a huge basketball fan and you're just watching it for the entertainment, this is, is I watched the first two. Um mm. I like the fact that the second one, which is directed by Jonah Hill, interestingly. Yes, after, that's I
3: saw I noticed that as well, yeah, yeah. Obviously yeah. they work together a fair bit, don't but they? But it's interesting mm. to see
0: some of the characters like Pat Riley, who went on to coach mm. the Lakers and be massive it was just a sort of assistant that filmed the practice. He was like you know, basically nobody. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, it's John C. Riley is is kind of front and center oh, in this, correct, and he's yeah. and he's always a good watch, isn't it? In practically yeah. everything he does, it's uh, he's he's often John C. Riley, but that's not a bad thing.
1: No, and not in this. I mean, there seems to be sort of parallels between uh, Doctor Jerry. He always likes to be called Doctor, because yeah. of course he was a doctor.
0: Was he? He um, wasn't a medical doctor, though. Was no, he he? not yeah. a medical doctor. <laughs> no. he,
1: a, he, he got some uh, chemistry degree at mm. some American university, <clears> uh, which made him a doctor. Um, um, but he insists on being called Doctor, mm. in, especially in one scene. They're in the Playboy Mansion. And there's always naked people uh, lying around there. And uh, somebody calls him Jerry. And he says, Doctor, Doctor Jerry. Yeah,
0: um, We'll get you one we... of those titles, Dr. Martin Kellner. Doctor, maybe, yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's that get, let's get, to be, let's get the Doc binocle. on. Let's get the Doc's yeah.
3: take on yeah. this. Get that would be do- good. <laughs>
0: Yes, but it's got a good little
3: kind of cast Adrian Brody and uh, Sally Field playing uh, Jerry Buss's mum Jessie She she had a little cameo in there so, yeah, no, it's, mm. it's, it's
1: all good. Yeah, I think it's great. I think mm. people will, will enjoy it. I say, I've just watched the first uh, couple of episodes. Episode two uh, uses the uh, that great Peggy Lee song. Is that all there is? Mm. Oh, I love which that is song, a fan, yeah. uh, It's a fantastic song, mm. written by Libra and Stoller. Interestingly oh, well, enough. enough, you know, mostly known for rock and roll and things like that. It's on but Sky anyway, Atlantic,
3: and it's available it to, to to download. You can watch all yeah. four at your leisure now, can't you? So yeah, yeah. so two in, really mm. enjoying it. So well, uh, worth watching, fun. yeah. Um, um, so this is a BT Sport, M14, a Moss Side story, Martin.
1: Yes, uh, the M14 is the postcode for Moss mm. Side. And it's, uh, I mean, it's a familiar story, but not about this guy. It's a story about a guy who builds a gym and lots of sort of no-hope kids are attracted to the gym and he teaches them self-discipline and what. But this guy, um, well, it's um, as Steve Bunce, who's one of the uh, talking heads on this Mm. says, uh, Mm. he uh, rewrote the history of boxing. And if you're a huge boxing fan, you'll be familiar with some of the names that of these kids who came to his gym and became champions, Ensley Bingham, Tony Acubia, Ossie Maddox. I don't know all these people myself, but um, it's just basically a story of of, a, a run-down area, you know, Moss Side. The, the, I mean, you can never say Moss Side without saying the mean streets of Moss Side. Uh, and from these mean streets, uh, it, all these kids were attracted to his gym and, uh, you know, became champions uh, against all the odds. And uh, as I say, the talking heads in it include Steve Bunce, but also Dave Haslam, yeah. who was a DJ at the Hacienda. And uh, he's an expert on all things Manchester, and it is an amazing story. Uh, Lem Sissy is one—you know, the poet. He's mm-hmm. one of the Talking Heads as well, and he even does a little—a um, little poem. He made princes kings, made them swing in the ring, made them swing like ballerinas on glass. I've got another twelve verses of yeah. that, but I won't quote them <laughs> all. Yeah, I'm worried about some of the rhymes
3: at this time of day. So, yes. uh, but good. It's good.
1: It's, well, it's BT Sports. Oh, it? right? it's great. And if you if you're a boxing enthusiast, and mm. I know the, uh, I think they were talking about it on Fight Night last week. Yeah. Um, which which is a sort of warm up show for my overnight show. Oh, of course. Yeah, The Undercard. <laughs> yeah. Very, very much the undercard of yeah, uh, the overnight so they were talking about this so it's hugely popular with um you know with boxing fans mm. and it's a great story and and uh, what he points out this guy phil martin who set up the gym is that only 20 percent of them actually boxed and became boxers but others became things like doctors and accountants well, where you know the, because he took you know like all these gyms he talks self-respect and discipline and all those sort of things um, which helped people what these days I think you're supposed to call life skills Yeah. so yeah, he was a life coach as well uh, it's, it's sounds
3: great sounds a bit like Andy mm. spent a bit of time mm. at Brendan Ingalls gym, not as on uh, part of his stable but made programmes it was about. amazing and the Brendan set up sounds like again you, could, yeah. you mm. could list off the amount of people that came through his place and yeah. the, the way he brought kids in and the and way he spoke with, to them yeah. not the most PC but, but no, effect he, he got to the heart of it. It was mm. a long time ago. But yeah, I think there, it's I, a similar
1: story. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: absolutely. Um, so that BT Sport. Now this isn't strictly a sports documentary, <laughs> and I've heard it is very, very good. It's uh, it was the the BBC documentary the other night, the Mary Whitehouse story. I mean, most people yeah, of a certain age will know who Mary Whitehouse was. But how oh, she loves mm, sport for the younger listeners, <laughs> it's probably worth. Uh, a, uh, you know i mean don't yes. what she'd make of tv
1: now she'd be, mm. yeah, <laughs> be t- well I, interesting I, don't, I found a new respect for mary whitehouse because mm. she had a sort of sense of humor well mm. as a kid i hated her i, mean, I really hated her viscerally mm. hated her because all the programs that i really liked like that was the week that was and uh, the until death does do part and all those mm. sorts of programs she would be attacking all the time although if you ever hear johnny spate talk about that he always yeah. says we mm. only needed an attack from mary whitehouse and the you know the ratings went yeah. way up. She was the um, founder
3: and the president of the National Viewers and Listeners Association, correct. and she was very high profile. She was the go-to person to be outraged about what was on TV and or no radio. relation of
0: Dane Whitehouse, the no, former Sheffield United player. I, I, I no, probably Have you looked not. it up? No, I, I doubt mean, I, I wouldn't have thought
3: she, she was. was. <laughs> <laughs> not that uncommon a name, really. <laughs> no, she's from thanks, thanks for clearing that up. I but so. She was. Yeah. I mean, she was a high-profile figure, really, wasn't she? Yes, she was she always on TV, often on the chat shows, complaining about. Mm. You know, TV shows she thought had gone too far, which was most of them, really. Most of them,
1: yeah, in those yeah. days, under Hugh Green, the uh, director of the BBC. Uh, the only reason I mentioned it is because the owner of my football club uh, appears in it as a 21-year-old. Wow. Uh, we're talking about David Sullivan. Oh, right, yes. And he, and it's uh, the last time I got a chance to see his uh, grandiose living room with a big mm. glass table uh, and obviously lots of standard lamps and things was when they did that documentary about his son uh, and the uh, West Ham Women's, women's team, team yeah yeah, well, back another scene in his uh, sitting there in his uh, big uh, with his at his big glass dining table in his mm. lovely living room, talking about because uh, he clashed with Mary Whitehouse. He was one of the one of the noir for her right. because he uh, because of the magazines that he produced. Yeah. Which, magazines for, for solitary reading for by, a special, uh, specialist uh, a special, a special a market. Yeah. What but, magazines for group reading? Yeah, communal yeah. reading. No, not <laughs> communal <laughs> reading magazine. Yeah. Certainly not coffee table. You don't leave them no. lying around on the coffee table or no, even on the big true, glass really. table. No, it's true. Um, but he's the only guy I've heard use the, I mean, he talked about that he built his fortune on the um, yeah, um, uh, excellent football club owner, I would say, mm. given where it's going this season, and given what Birmingham City fans say about him compared to their subsequent owners. However, he's the first guy I've heard use the word stunners, stunners as it's used in the, um, in the tabloid press. Right, what, Scotland then the or now? as a, well he's no now he's All talking right. about the fact that uh, he uh, he set up his business by selling 10 naked stunners and he uses the word 10 naked stunners for a quid right. he said <laughs> and that's these were models that he um, that he photographed yes in his, uh, studios there mm. and that's how he made his money but just for you know it's in the program the program's great it really is good and uh, it's great to see people like david frost and ludovic kennedy uh, and those people that andy and i I would remember yeah. from uh, from talk <laughs> shows years and years ago. Um, but Mary Whitehouse as I say, probably not. Uh, maybe I've got more sympathy with her now because I'm a good deal older yeah. than I was. You're outraged I was by them. most of what you said, Martin. I'm I'll totally outraged. absolutely <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> outraged. Um, um, you know, well yes. done, David Sullivan, for appearing on the show. Yeah. Um, they had footage of him as a 21 year old, but there he was. As he is Was now. he still
3: wearing that sort of red, <laughs> that sort of claret velvet jacket? Was is he Was he no, a, different didn't look, have that a
1: different look? It was a slightly different look, yeah. yeah. Um,
3: so, um, you're back overnight yes. uh, between 1am and 6am, I understand.
1: Absolutely, and uh, hopefully with uh, material that's so charming and inoffensive that nobody would. Uh, no, I'm admit. sure they wouldn't. I'm sure no. they wouldn't.
3: And so that's for the next two nights. So, Martin, thank you. you. Know. We'll catch you with you next
2: week. No worries. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Yes, time to talk American sports as always at this time on a Friday
3: with our man, Todd Macklin. Good afternoon, Todd.
5: Boys, uh, we're counting down the minutes, two hours, 40 minutes until the World Cup draw. And we find out what pot or pool or whatever Canada is in. So we want to be in with Qatar. We think that would be the give us the best chance to get to the uh, the next round.
3: Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, well, it's a great. So I know you were talking to the guys about it uh, last week, and it, and it did come to pass. It's fantastic. So yeah, so that's who you fancy, is it? Qatar's group would be obviously <laughs> ideal from Canada's point of view.
5: Well, it's funny. Very quickly, there's kind of two camps here. There's one that is like, hey, it's the first time since. 86, it would be great to play some of the, the perennial powers, England and Brazil and Germany and these countries. There's the other camp, and I'm in this other camp. It's give us the easiest draw possible so we've got a better chance to get through to the next round.
0: Yeah. Where you'll go out to one of the powerhouses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, look, even to get out, of the group <laughs> for Canada, if they're in pot four, would be a brilliant
3: thing. But, yeah, if it does fall for you. I mean, you've got two brilliant players in Jonathan David and Davis, You know, two excellent players. Yeah. So Quite You've, class, you've always got a chance with, uh, with with classy players like that.
5: Absolutely. And and again, we look at it as the start, right? This is kind of the, the start of what we hope will be a long run for Canada in World Cups. Yeah. Knock on wood. I and, just did. And
3: the USA made it as well, didn't they? Yeah, despite losing uh, the weekend they did they got the job done and they've qualified as well.
5: It is. And then listen, having them in the World Cup mm. just makes it just adds to it, right? It just makes it a much bigger deal. Me, uh, so, it's, like, <laughs> Andy's no, a big free, great fan just, of their football. Remember, we're talking North American sports, Andy. Yeah. And in North America, to, to have all of them in there, uh, right? The USA, Mexico, and Canada it makes it a, a real significant yeah. deal. You're in over pot. here, Andy. Yeah,
3: well, they're <laughs> in pot too. You could be. You could be in the same group as them, couldn't you? Or not? Is it because you could? I
5: thought. I thought it? we're being told you can't because we're in the same. Qualifying, oh, yeah, we're in that. True. Well, I, I thought you can, can. have. That I, think, I think
3: you can have two European sides mm, in the same group. No yes, more than can. that. But yeah, okay. Well, look, it'll all be explained. It's going to be horribly yes. complicated and long-winded. <laughs> but it's all going to happen later. Onto the world of American sport and a story that's dominated, mm. uh, not sport, <laughs> but just the whole world in the last mm. few days. That slap, of course, on Chris Rock from Will Smith. And it even extended to a Dodgers Rangers spring <laughs> training baseball game where uh, Dodgers catcher Will Smith came out to, uh, to bat and was booed just for, for being called Will Smith. <laughs> Although ridiculous. I understand, having read around it, it may not be as clear-cut as that. But let's work on the basis at the moment that it is. That's a mad story.
5: Let's not let the facts get in the way of a great story, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, and again, it, it yes, Will Smith, uh, one of the better young catchers in the game for the Dodgers. They were on the road. I think that's the key thing. Is it's the Texas fans, right? It was their mm-hmm. spring training home game, and that's what you do in baseball, right? You kind of find ways, you find ways to boo the other team, and they obviously use the Will Smith connection, and then Will Smith, the catcher, hit a triple. Over the head of the center fielder of the Texas Rangers. So, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, six degrees of separation. And there's another Will Smith, too, right? There's a a relief pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. His name is Will Smith. Uh So, I'm sure when they go on the road early in the season, there will be a lot of kind of hijinks. Uh, in in uh, visiting ballparks he for should have, both these guys, he should
0: have slapped the first and second baseman as he went, yes, yes. He went <laughs> past. The the apparently somebody <laughs> was at the
3: game said this is a good story, guys. But what they were actually booing before he came out was a guy who was told to return to his car because uh, he'd parked <laughs> it uh, illegally, and there was his, his dog was in the back of the car, oh, that's no, why no, that's cool, why everybody yeah. booed no, yeah. the guy. That's so surprising. it was a bit yeah. unfortunate yeah. on Will Smith.
2: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've got we've got a clip for you. Oh, yes. A new clip because it's Mansfield Northampton. Hampton, you. Yes, it's, it's a very old
3: clip. Um, Jeff Petter has alerted us to this. Uh, also, one of the Talksport listeners, who I'll credit very very shortly, uh, alerted. was uh, yeah alerted us to this. It is Mansfield versus Northampton. Uh, a fixture always has a special place in our hearts because of this infamous Graham Beecroft moment many years ago. Okay, Mansfield won
1: Northampton 0 in that uh, other play. Sorry, Mansfield 0 Northampton 1. Mansfield 0 Northampton 1. Uh, Day getting the goal after 40 minutes of play. Uh, Northampton 0 Mansfield 1. I beg your pardon. Let me get it right. Northampton 0 Mansfield 1 in uh, that other playoff semi final which is going on today. That's the Division 3 playoff semi final. So it's Mansfield 0 uh, Northampton Sorry, it's Ma- Northampton <laughs> nil. Mansfield won. We get it absolutely right in that other playoff uh, semi-final, which is going on today.
0: Still none the yeah. wiser. Jeff Bates is the only person in the world who yeah. knows what the score is. It was John Greenwood <laughs> who
3: suggested it. Thank you, John. Anyway, uh, we've got um, we've got our man on the non-sporting telly coming up very shortly. Mike Ward,
2: the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs>
3: Now, amongst all the sport and the draws, you may be able to squeeze in a bit of non-sporting TV and the man on hand to tell us more about that is Mike Ward, Brighton & Hove Albion fan and the star
4: TV reviewer. Good afternoon, Mike. Going into a positive weekend as well. How are you feeling about that? Very, very good. Very good. And not just the obvious reason that, you know, it's Norwich, not such a good threat. I just think we've got it out of our systems. We've got the, the bad month of the month at the office out of our systems. You'll kick
3: on once you, your point we you're playing, you'll be... Or conversely,
4: if you lose, it yeah, disaster. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, well, yeah. I'm, I'm not even entertaining that thought. Mean, the,
3: you've be the manager of that kind of positivity. It's you know? fantastic. i yeah. it's funny you should say that. Oh no! no, no. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, we have a new—I'm uh, le- sorry—Netflix series called The Last Bus. Yes, um, we
4: well, do. I like the Last Dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a very—it's a very sort of. Uh, I, I think the best way of describing, it, although it's not a very good way, is like a cross between. Uh, Grange Hill, um, Stranger Things, and the Double Deckers. That's oh, okay. about where we go. It's a sort of uh, kids' teen uh, sci fi comic adventure uh, oh. about a bunch of sc- uh, Larry School kids who, who, who find themselves sort of in a situation where it looks like somebody's trying to destroy the human race and it's going to be up to them to sort of get to the bottom of it and, uh, and confront this evil megalomaniac. Who's uh, at the bottom of it all? Yeah. So that's a sort of you know, the bus is is the thing that they travel on, and um, it'll all make sense if you watch it. A half hour, sort of sort of bite size episode, so it's all very accessible yeah. and good sort of family stuff, but with, a, with good humour and a nice sort of um, sort of um, tongue in cheek tone to it.
3: I, uh, I happened upon um, Jane McDonald's uh, uh, holiday to, um, I think it was, she was in Barbados the other oh, day. Oh, very she nice for her. what you bumped yeah. into her. No, I you? just know. <laughs> was, it was a TV show. Yeah. did very sort of affable. I see him watching this stuff yeah. and, you know, it was sort of uh-huh. washing over me. I was sitting there watching it. And I thought it we was just going to end after she said, Well, that's it from Barbados. We'll see you next week in Antigua. I said, <laughs> a Great gig,
0: this. Yeah.
3: But yes. um, she said, I think I'll leave you with a song, Cake by the Ocean. Then she went into <laughs> the full Monty. Oh, gave my, really? She gave us the big well, that's song. Well,
0: that's a bit like Michael Ball's documentary on Wales. Every... Ended with a song. Every yeah. show ended with a song. You'd now, be disappointed if
4: it didn't, though, let's be honest.
0: Well, sort of. He has got a good <laughs> voice. I mean. The reason has. I bring that up, because
3: this is a Channel 5 series, that I think it was on Sunday. Yeah. This yeah. is 9pm tonight, yeah. and this is... Uh, and these are good for... The Susan Kalman travel shows are, are, are great fun. and she, she's They are. Cruising she's,
4: with Susan Kalman. Cruising, yes. So <laughs> she, she, basically, she's one of these people who goes off and... Uh, she approaches absolutely everything she does with, mm. with sort of almost like childlike glee and enthusiasm. Uh, and imagine if you were a companion, it might sort of grate after a while, but she tends to sort of go on her own. And uh, so uh, the cruising thing is the latest that she was up, She's been on a camper van for about the last three series, and now she's on a cruise ship, um, which is one of those ships that, you know, looks like an entire city yeah. on, the, on the water, setting off from Southampton. Um, 3,600 passengers, top deck, glass... Oh, it's got glass-bottom sea walk. So if you go up the oh. top, it's one of those things where, you know, if you haven't got a head for heights heights, don't look down. In fact, just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it I've been it, watching the
0: Great of... British Menu, and tonight's yeah. the final, so that's, that's
4: been quite fun. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's one of those food... I mean, I know we do have quite a lot of food competitions, but what I like about this is these are proper chefs, and it has got a good track record. I mean, people who are now hugely successful... Uh, most obviously, Tom Kerridge is a judge on this thing. He's, he he won twice, so you know it's not just like you know Mastermind, the professionals, sorry Master Chef the professionals, or even the other one, um, <laughs> where they just you sort of think, well, they're probably famous in the in, in chef land, but nobody's ever heard from them after they've sort of won the competitors. Mm. But this this has got a good track record. Anyway, they've been building up to a big banquet. It's all been themed along hundred years of British broadcasting, as we think we talked about before. Every dish has mm. had an influence, has been influenced by a, a TV program of some kind.
3: So it's uh, Ali Pali. Mm, so it is. is it's going to be like the darts, so they all come out. Yes. Competitors?
4: It's, it's cool. almost exactly the same. If you switch on, you'll think you are watching the darts <laughs> initially. Um, You've
0: got Brian May and Anita Yeah, Dobson. Brian May. Is this the actual banquet? Or the... This is it, yeah. It's oh, been, right. This is the
4: final week. So normally okay. it's on three nights a week. It's been on every night this week. So this is the thing that's all been building up to. The chefs have done the best dishes, get get to present it and there's a whole room full of famous people and Les Dennis is on there, is in there as well so okay. you know, it's, it's, as, it's as big Posh. as it gets
3: 7.30 okay. BBC 2 um, uh, tomorrow it doesn't that sound like there's a lot going on you've given a star
4: struck yeah, the final sorry. which
3: is the kind of g- group it's the three aside version of oh. stars in their eyes I yeah. watched one it was terrible yeah, I'll I'm be
4: honest I, I, I pulled this out because I thought oh, I've got to talk about something on Saturday and I, I lost yeah, all heart and yeah, okay. interest in this series um, yeah. some weeks ago 8.30 star struck the final on, Who, who's in. the
3: final between Queen. Well, it's us? all
4: the people because don't forget each time you had three different oh, versions yeah. of yeah. So basically, the best Freddie Mercury and yeah. the best Tina Turner, etc., etc., right. will all compete. But so they it, have to it, do the basically with...
3: ultimately the stars in their
4: eyes, isn't it? It's effectively <laughs> yes. Now we are just stars <laughs> yeah. in their eyes. Yeah. Effectively, a bit like The Voice is yeah. just another singing contest. Once they stop doing the blind audition they all boil down to the same thing in the end.
3: We don't do uh, sport often in this section, but no. uh, Ken Burns, the brilliant, brilliant. documentary maker, mm. yes. has, uh, on BBC Two. They've 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 kindly. He bought his Muhammad Ali series which series, you often yeah. watch on PBS normally you have to Absolutely. go and find it but is but there
0: anything we don't know
3: about it? it's a wonderful story if anybody can find it know. and document it and find new material it's him
4: yeah and it is you know because it is a series it's got plenty of time to breathe and there's loads of archive footage etc yeah. etc et and putting it obviously into context much broader than just the sporting context because of course that's what Ali, Ali was about in so many other ways um, but yes I mean if you are uh, a fanatic obsessive I'm sure that you'll probably look at it and think I'm not sure I'm learning anything, but an awful lot of people probably don't necessarily know a lot of this stuff. And this is quite a a sort of very stylish uh, and accessible way to pick up on that knowledge if there's yeah. something that you, 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 gaps you need to fill as you know as it were in your knowledge
3: uh, that's a 10 20 bbc 2 on sunday also on sunday thatcher and reagan a very special relationship this is a new series looking
4: yeah like i mean we've had the, we had the new labor one not so long ago which was about um, gordon brown was very Blair. good i thought yeah it was mm. this isn't quite the same kind of thing this is only two parts and it's it's predominantly done by uh, charles moore who wrote margaret thatcher's um authorized biography uh, a while back, so right. there's quite a lot of it from his perspective, but even so, it's looking at a period in time uh, when the Cold War was, uh, well, we thought, <laughs> coming yeah. coming to an end, uh, and obviously building up to when the Berlin Wall came down, so, so the relationship between Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher, which was an unusual one, but they kind of clicked in ways that perhaps... You wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine on paper, but in practice it kind of worked.
3: Okay, them. so that is on Sunday night at 9pm on BBC2. Thank you, Mike. Enjoy the game against Norwich at the weekend. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, we'll do it all again on Monday, pouring over all the Premier League fixtures. Do hope you can join us then. Uh, if not, if you're not here from one then uh, don't forget the podcast will be available at 4. Have a
2: great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby & Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we
1: still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.